this week on The Titans. Lee Mei punches through the victim's stomach and yanks out their guts. She clenches her fist and a purple spark of energy slithers along an intestine toward her victim. She kicks their head off and the spark explodes their severed head like a bloody firework. Welcome to the Titans. I'm Johnny. I'm Cartel. I'm Mike. And before we get started today, I would like to reassure everyone that even though we released our game show last week with our Price is Right rules, we are not the reason Bob Barker died. I don't think he was. Probably not. He might now. He didn't before. <laughs> Were you a big Bob Barker fan? I mean, he helped spade and neuter how many animals? You can't hate the man. I don't know. He was mandatory viewing for homesick from school yeah oh yeah we all grew up with him i'd say everyone in america grew up with him if you stayed home from sick <laughs> stay homesick but yeah we didn't kill him how you guys doing i'm all right had a stressful week of shows but uh ready to rock and roll this week and then uh see the family uh next week all right all. michael how are you uh pretty good uh let's see only murders is back so that's awesome yes uh except that i've caught up so that's not awesome. I don't like waiting. All right, let me let me ask you this. He's talking to cookies in the dressing room, right? He's talking to a plate of cookies when he's like, "You come in here looking all sexy like that." Wait, I'm trying to remember now. They watch the 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 video of him in his dressing room before he gets poisoned. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. it looks like he's talking to somebody, but I think he's talking to a plate of cookies. That could be. Yeah, he does love his cookies and is obsessed with them. Oh yeah, great show. Yep. Yes, I've been watching that as well. Um, and then let's see. I finished uh, Kirby Enthusiasm season 11 um which i didn't realize i was even at the end because it didn't seem like a finale to me and then i also didn't realize that there wasn't a season 12 because it's been a long time since i've been out of the kirby enthusiasm world but i did read that there's a season 12 potentially coming and then it's probably going to be the last season i don't know if you're caught up cartel i don't know when i stopped yeah i don't know i think the last one i saw he was going on a trip with jeff um it ends with larry falling in a pool yeah i might be a season two behind Okay. It was actually pretty good. I, I was, it, they took it like, I don't remember how long, but it was a long hiatus. And then when it came back, the first couple episodes, I don't know if I grew out of it or if the first couple episodes weren't as good as I remembered, but it just didn't seem that great, but it finished pretty strong. I liked it. Good season. We've been on the, uh, the cooking show kick lately and we started watching, fuck, what is it called? Secret Chef, I think. I think I've seen like the trailer for it, like a little yes. teaser, but I've never actually watched an episode. Yeah, it's uh, so all the chefs have code names, and they try to keep them secret from every other chef. They rate each other's food. There's no judges, and there's no real host. There's a cartoon of a chef hat called Chefy, uh, voiced by Arden Mirren, and uh, it was weird the first couple episodes, but now I'm drawn in. It, it, it sucked me in. We're, I think we have two more episodes left. Uh, I doubt there's going to be a season two. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I'm in on well, that. As of right now, there probably is, if there's if it's a reality show. Oh, yeah, yeah, because of the... Uh, yeah, because of the strike. The strike. Hulu has yet to reveal the decision on that, though. I just read. And I finally jumped way back in my back catalog and started playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Phenomenal so far. Great game. I, I definitely, I highly suggest you guys get in on that. I think there's a show or a movie or something in the works, like in real early. Like, did this, right, with the sequels come out for PS5, right? Yes. Okay. And then there's also the VR one, right? Yeah. The VR one's more like a climbing simulator. Yeah. It's 
VR game. Uh, but yeah, okay. Uh, I do own the first one on PlayStation. Yeah. You should definitely check it out. It's, it's really good. I, I I don't know where I stopped, but I, I know I did not complete it. It is bow and arrow heavy, so I'm glad I have it on PC and then I'm aiming with a mouse and not my controller. <laughs> but yeah, the story's phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. Fighting giant robot animals is cool. Diving into old ancient ruins. Like, it's the contrast between the open world, like fields and deserts and mountains, and then you go underground into old, like, office buildings that are all run down with stalactites and stalagmites and shit all over the place and everything. And it's so uh, claustrophobic. It's so great. Only problem I've seen in it in the entire thing so far is it has a day and night cycle and a weather cycle. And I was in a weird place where there was like a mountain in front of me, but there was a bigger mountain behind it and the sun was rising between them. So that that was the only uh, weird instance I've run into so far. Cartel, how's Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Um, I'm loving it. I've been playing with friends and solo after work. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, um, in in those style games, I do like playing the killer side more than I do like the survivor side because I don't know how to say it. Survivor's boring to me. <laughs> uh, I much rather you got blood like to kill people. Yeah. When I was anticipating and waiting for Texas Chainsaw to come, I still have not played. Uh, but when I was waiting for it, I it, it was de- I knew it was definitely killer side. Uh, especially since there's three killers you get to work as a team that's even that's better i do not want to be play on the survivor it, side it's it's um but it's uh it, it, so i know everyone wants to go like well it's like dead by dead. it's not it's just not it's it's an asymmetrical game where it's three on three on four uh yeah no it's 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 a cool cool take on the genre can't wait for that killer clowns it's gonna be three on seven i think is what it said okay <laughs> I mean, it's Ilphonic, so, you know. So the lobbies aren't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, as much as we, we do like to rag on Predator Hunting Grounds, we do have some fun with it. It is a great game. We do have some fun with it. And I bet you if I'd like that more, if I was like hunting with a Predator team, I'd be like, this would be pretty cool. But yeah. because yeah. I'm hunting solo, yeah. Uh, i also been playing MLB The Show via the cloud. Uh, Ooh, I can play that. a lot of fancy things you just said. I can play that on my phone at work. <laughs> <laughs> uh so i've been doing that and uh my star wars show finally came out uh, ahsoka ahsoka yeah so i'm in my star wars nerd stuff which is this is all the stuff that uh filoni uh filoni is monk yeah dave filoni he uh <laughs> you know helped write clone wars and then wrote rebels and now he's doing this as the follow-up to all that did they release the entire series at once or is it going week by week uh well they've released two episodes the first week last week Okay. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, Wednesday mornings, Tuesday nights, like 3 a.m.-ish, uh, they drop Wednesdays. Anyways, yeah, so, yeah. I might have to catch that. The bad guy and it's going to be Thrawn, so, yeah, I'm all in, because I've read the books and whatnot. Yeah. I, I love those books, the Thrawn trilogy, but I got a little bit bored of uh, Mando and um, Book of Boba Fett, so I'm hoping this is better. And I never did catch Andor, so I hear that one's a lot better. Maybe I'll catch Andor and Ahsoka. Uh, yeah, I'd say watch Andor. But yeah, if you're not familiar with any of the, 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 the cartoons, you might be unfamiliar with the Ahsoka characters as well. But yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ready for the Ahsoka, ready for where it's taking me. It's got a lot of good people in it, but not my. I, I'm too far behind in the Star Wars to catch up. So you're telling me. There's a war 
in the stars? You might no, no one's going <laughs> to play along with me. <laughs> you might be a Star War. Oh, man. <laughs> if you think it's a trap, <laughs> you might be a Star War. If you were out there flying an X-Wing through Death Star, can you turn off your target computer? <laughs> if you stay on target. <laughs> if you find yourself with a little green man running around the swamp and playing a Dagobah. That was bad. I can't get that high. <laughs> <laughs> what are those things called? Jawas. No, is that that's not the Jawa noise, is it? Utini. Yeah, that's Jawa. Yeah. Uh, what is the little <laughs> the Ewoks? What's the little Fraggle Rock fuzzy dudes? Ewoks. Oh, that the Jabba eats. Uh, the Jabba. You mean the oh, the ones he eats? The, those the are like monkey little frogs. No, yeah, he eats the frogs, but there's the salacious crumb. Is salacious. Yeah, Salacious Crumb is the guy that's like right next to him. But he's a he's a like sand monkey or a something monkey, space monkey. Doesn't he make that noise? Nope. He he does a little like giggle though. Yeah, yeah, he does a little giggle. Because I remember in the Super Nintendo Empire, no, uh, Return of the Jedi game. Uh, every time you hit them, it makes the noise, and it, it, it like that's the only reason I that noise is burned into my head. He's got a good uh, laugh. Yeah, he does the laugh, and R two like zaps him with his little thing, with his uh, electrical prod, zoom, zoom, zoom. and he like evil laugh at a high pitch away. Yeah, right. That's the audio description. <laughs> <laughs> you got closed caption on. <laughs> Cartel, did you see your? Uh, I, I I apologize that this is anybody's news story. Uh, I'm get jumping ahead, but did you see that your avium? Whatever that mage hands taking up the whole goddamn screen first person shooter is, uh, peaked at 795 players on Steam. <laughs> oh, which game is this? <laughs> I know, I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I, I, that's it. Uh, um, I did not see that one. That's not a lot. It's, it's a that's a small community. Is it in beta yeah, right now? A, a, there's a huge uh, streamer push for it, but is this is it a new EA game? Is that what it is? Is it EA? I don't even know. I'm just gonna look up Avium. Immortals of Avium. EA, yes. It is Electronic Arts. Well, I think we found the. Uh... <laughs> it it looks like a cheesy, fun romp, but it is not getting good play. I think we uh, found the reasoning for that. The old EA curse. Does it require the EA launcher? Oh, I'm sure it does. Sorry, I'm watching Return of the Jedi playthrough. <laughs> I mean, at this point, everything, you know, you, if, even if you purchase your Steam or Epic, it's going to take you to another launcher to run a game these days. Yeah, everybody's got their own launchers. No one wants to pay that Steam and other I'm actually working market, on a launcher that launches other people's launchers. I was thinking about that, of like... How the cyberpunk discs that I have that I got for 10 bucks, like, that's awesome. But also, I only got it because right. it was physical media, and they've been sitting on shelves for, like, six months. You know what I mean? Whereas the digital mm-hmm. form, it, there's no, it's okay for that file just to sit. Speaking of which, uh, I, I did uh, pre-order a PlayStation 5, and that'll be here after my trip. Have we already talked about that? I don't know. Yeah, we okay. did. I don't know. I don't remember. Spider-Man one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Johnny, you're going to have to get to the spot where Leia is dressed up as Boosh, I think. No, because it's a video game. They're all over. But you're right. There were Jawas. But I don't... Are there multiple Nintendo... I'm not looking it up. I'm not... I'm done. I'm done with it. (laughs) I'm just... 
Whatever. <laughs> we'll get to it when we play those games. Uh, for the for the pod. Spe- speaking of um, Boosh Cartel, did you ever look at the? Uh, I can't remember who the guy was, but he Old did it. Flyers an- goalie. No, he did an analysis of <laughs> the language that she speaks there because. If you listen to it, it's so ridiculous that she's actually saying different things because she just says, like, yato, yato. She repeats, the, like, the same word, but if you look at the subtitles, she's speaking full sentences. And uh, somebody did a very in-depth analysis on the actual Ubesian language that she spoke and basically said it's complete nonsense because it's only, like, three sounds. <laughs> I'll have to link you. All right, well, while you're enjoying that, let's uh, go ahead and do we. Feels like we haven't done this in a long time. <laughs> That's the uh, tie-in's motto. Uh, let's do a game passing you by. Uh, this week we are lazy, and we're gonna do every Halo game ever as game pass game passing you by. I don't know if we've done Halo already before. Somebody should really keep track of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, Halo. I can see your Halo. You're not gonna start cartel. <laughs> Uh, no, I, 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 I guess I was kind of waiting for Mike to chime in because in college there we had some epic land parties. We did, yeah. Um, I, I love Halo, especially one and two. They were amazing games and had great support for um, local multiplayer, both in single player game as well as connecting multiple Xboxes together. And yeah, we used to get the big ass CRT TVs like the. 35-inch CRT TV, throw it in the back of a Toyota Corolla, which took up the entire back seat all by itself, <laughs> take the Xbox over to an apartment, and just hook it up, and we used to have minimum 4v4, um, and I just remember, like, 4v4 on Blood Gulch was, like, the best multiplayer map ever. Love that. I don't know, I think it was probably the best uh, local co-op first-person shooter of that era. And then, on top of that, they made the, um, I don't know if they called it Forge back then, but the map-making abilities, like the custom maps that you could make, and then um, upload and share with the community. They had that in the earlier Halos? Uh, I think it was Halo 3. I've never never been a big Halo guy. Uh, I've played some of the solo campaigns, but other than that... Uh, I think it was 3. Yeah, Halo 3. I do remember one epic night where we got, I think, 3 or 4... Xboxes together, and we were able to like just do it was two people on a screen, I think it was, so that way you had a little bit more, mm-hmm. yeah, a little viewing, bit more room, yeah, viewing uh, area. Yeah, I I love Halo, um, because I, I I hate shooters. Like I know it was big at the time, but like Counter Strike, I I really hate if you can get headshots and just completely be out. Like I like to be able to react and and dodge and like find cover and like keep on going and not have one mistake mean death instantly so so i really enjoy um kind of spongy shooters like halo and especially like like physics that and especially things that can like make interesting gameplay come out of it that wasn't necessarily like scripted or anything like that like sticky grenades on vehicles causing like just mayhem like people flipping flipping through the air on the vehicle but then somehow still landing and like driving off like all sorts of fun stuff like that happens. Or like, you know, shooting a vehicle up in the air and then somebody ripping out a uh, rocket launcher and hitting them midair. Um, just really fun, awesome plays can be done in Halo. And I really like games like that. Stickies was my thing on that old Halo games. Yeah. Yeah, sticking people is fun. I'm a... What's the, what's the new one called? Infinite. <laughs> on Halo Infinite, I'm a uh, handgun 
sticky grenade guy. Handgun, melee, sticky grenade. That's the way to go. Yeah, the, any opponent with that shit. The, <laughs> the starting pistol was severely underrated when it first came out, but then eventually people caught on, and that thing... It was basically like a sniper rifle. Yeah, I am. A, I am definitely a fan of a handgun that is point and click. Like no matter no matter the distance, point and click. Yeah, it goes where you say. The uh, I think the only thing I uh, the only other thing I remember from those land parties was taking your TV back up the stairs at the uh, <laughs> at the return <laughs> home. <laughs> the th- I know the things we did just to play local Halo, but but it was awesome. <laughs> the dumb yeah. things we did. To play games in general. A giant CRT TV that <laughs> yes. was way too heavy. Yeah, at least 100 pounds. It was fun times, though. I actually have a CRT from Mike. I think I've mentioned this before, but Mike actually didn't think it weighed enough, so there's big, thick chains screwed to the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> bolted to the wall in my house like it was a prison. <laughs> but hey... Zero kid fatalities. That's right. So you're... Yep. <laughs> Don't let anybody say you were overdoing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Halo has kind of fallen off recently. It's not Infinite's not doing so hot, from what I understand. No, I think they had a really um, poor launch, and then a, then sort of a poor season as well. Like the season, um, well, first of all, the launch was like plagued with bugs um, with the multiplayer and the yeah, matchmaking. It was, it was very difficult. Um, so it was just hard to even play uh, with your friends. And then once the season started, like the amount of grinding that you had to do to get any rewards was ridiculous compared to you know shelling out um, money for the rewards. Which fine, I get that. But the price as compared to something like Fortnite was ridiculous. It was like Fortnite, you can get like a five dollar skin or a seven dollar skin for the more expensive ones. And Halo was like, what was it like twenty or twenty five dollars? It was it was crazy. I don't know. I, never I looked at any of that. I think I think they were banking on like older people liking halo and them having more disposable income but really people that age are smart enough to not pay 25 dollars for a skin it was <laughs> ridiculous yeah on a free-to-play you're game you're not going to drop 25 dollars unless it's like like a streaming content you know you're a creator and you want to show off that skin yeah so they got a lot of backlash from that i do remember watching uh like a, uh, like what went wrong with that one and it was it just seemed like uh they pushed it out too quickly and they never the team never got their hands on like what actually to do for halo the next halo Legacy, oh yeah and I didn't guess. they say there was going to be a single player for that that was going to be more like an open world and everything and then that was uh delayed for a while um or it no was, it wasn't single player it was the co-op for the single player the, the and then, co-op and it, co- it exists yeah, that's, but it's does it i believe so it's just oh yeah we played it we've, we've played it <laughs> it exists it just <laughs> fell off real quickly that, that, there you go. That's all you need to know about how great that game is. I completely forgot me and Cartel played the co-op of the story mode. Which is crazy, <laughs> because like local co-op was such like a core tenet of early Halos. I, I mean, I played through them with um, my my oldest son, and like we played Halo 1 and 2 um, all the way through. And those were just awesome games for local multiplayer. Yeah. We're going to get into this uh, more in depth when we actually do Halo episodes, but uh, did either of you get into the show? I no. did not. It's on Paramount? I, did, I don't know. I didn't even watch one episode. I think it's Paramount, and that's, that was the problem, I think, is that one, who subscribes to Paramount? Uh, uh, two... Star Trek fans. <laughs> 
and I who actually, is going I to rent this don't otherwise? Have a Paramount subscription right now. <laughs> but yeah, all the Star Treks are on Paramount. <laughs> uh, did either of you ever get into Red versus Blue? No, negative. All right, me neither. <laughs> All right, so that's going to be fun when we do those episodes. We'll have to we'll have some new stuff to watch. But yeah, uh, any final thoughts on some Halo action? Uh, I love pretty much all the games, um, even Halo Four and Five and ODST. They were all good and playable. I mean, I like some more than others, but um, I think Halo Infinite is a lot of fun. So I don't mean to like rag on that too bad. Um, Halo Infinite, I had a ton of fun playing with um, with you guys and with uh, some of our yeah. other gaming buddies. Um, super fun to play um, large scale multiplayer um, just sort of a um, bad season or battle pass whatever they call theirs uh, not implemented well I don't think it just felt very very grindy very monetized and I really hate them it's not just them I just hate the way the gaming industry has been going the past 10 years yeah yeah I mean uh, I wish it was skins are dumb wish it was fun <laughs> to play with friends and it was a lot easier to what do you call it get in the game and not crash <laughs> agreed well that was Halo and that was this week's game passing you by uh, let's take a little break and then when we'll come back we'll talk about some gaming news alright And we're back. Uh, all right, let's do some gaming news. Uh, who wants to start? Anybody? Anybody raring to go? Well, I got this. Uh, I got this interesting one. Let's hear it. This is a random news story. All right. Random someone. Okay. Someone has digitally preserved the Super Mario Oreo cookies. <laughs> so. Uh, all right. I got to break this down. Digitally preserved the Mario Oreo cookies. <laughs> So I there are 3D scan. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take over. <laughs> I was trying to understand what was happening. <laughs> so there are 16 designs on the on the Mario Oreos. Okay. Someone scanned them all. Then to scan them, he had to uh, spray paint them and then uh, scan them and did a 3D scan. And they are now preserved on the Internet Archive. So if you ever wanted to print out <laughs> 3D print. 3D print. An Oreo? <laughs> an Oreo cookie design. You can. Okay. I feel like he also should have cast them in clear resin and then donated them to the Smithsonian Gaming Museum. <laughs> so we had real, not just digital replicas. I, I want to go out on a limb here and just say that maybe he could have just written to Oreo and been like, Hey, when this thing is over, can you donate the metal cast that you use to print these cookies? <laughs> yeah, probably. But yeah, I mean, anyway, cool. But that would not get you followers. Yeah, more video game things should be preserved. Good on them. More stupid projects should be achieved as well. So good on them for that as well. <laughs> like I said, and, random. And I like his <laughs> avatar or whatever you call them on X, formerly known as Twitter. Profile picture? Yes. It is a good one. Little link. Um, yeah. Twitter user Mr. Right. Talita. Michael, I want... That's my news. I want you to go next because I think one of our stories might overlap. Maybe, but I'm not going to give you the one that will right now. All right. I, I'll I, save I, mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pulled this one because I was just floored by the number. Um, so Star Citizen, which has been this uh, crowdfunded game um, for... Oh, my God. This is the one that's ten, been going on since, like, years? 2011 or 2010? Yeah, like. let's see. Let's see. Uh, 2012. October 2012, this thing had a Kickstarter, I think. 
and has been raising money ever since then. They've received, over the lifetime of their crowdfunding, $600 million, and they are still not done. Is, haven't they got a recent <laughs> push of money recently, too? I believe so. Uh, like, I, think there was got... a, I think there was a push by, uh, what do you call it, PlayStation fanboys to say to push money into this so it can, can compete with uh, the new Xbox, what? Starfield. Starfield. Yeah. No, I, I feel like it's the sunk cost, you know, fallacy. Like, like people are like, I've put hundreds or thousands of dollars into this. Like, I have to see it through. This thing must get funded. <laughs> and it's like Guns N' Roses Chinese democracy all over again. They've received <laughs> sixty sixty is... million dollars this year alone. That is uh, an amazing. What's the word I'm looking for? Analogy. Comparison. Analogy. That is an amazing analogy that only you would have come up with <laughs> for, for Star Citizen. <laughs> so I looked up the average uh, AAA budget, and it said the average AAA game takes about four years to develop at an average cost of $80 million. $80 million. <laughs> These guys have done $600 million, and they are not done. Ridiculous. Not and done buying yachts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I was a backer, I would be livid. Mike, are you I'm a not backer? A, I'm not a backer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know someone who's a backer, but I'm not a backer. <laughs> really? I do. Well, have you linked them to the tie-ins patient? <laughs> 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 They've got disposable cash just laying around. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I I think I heard something about this. I for when you first put, uh, started talking about it, I thought this was that that space battle game that's already out. That like fleets cost like actual oh, yeah, millions yeah, yeah. of dollars, um, and they're like huge wars or whatever. What, what's that? Eve. Game? Eve Online. Is that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that's what uh, it was. But yeah, I think I heard something about this not too long ago. Must have been when they got their crowdfunding. But that's ridiculous. $600 million if, I can't believe that GoFundMe, is it It's GoFundMe? I don't know if it's Kickstarter or GoFundMe. They're probably doing both. But I, I can't believe that those sites would let it get that high. Yeah, it's insane. That's a, that's a huge lawsuit when this game never comes out. <laughs> it could be. All right, well, my first story is not the one that me and Mike were going to have that overlapped, but it does bring us back to profile pictures on that thing formerly known as Twitter. Just recently, at a Valorant Champions Tour, Elon Musk was shown in the crowd on the ca- uh, on the uh, camera and was booed by everyone <laughs> in the crowd. And then moments later, a Bring Back Twitter chant started. <laughs> I heard about this, but I haven't seen the video. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I need to I, see I his reaction. Little, I, for some reason, got an alert that this happened. <laughs> and, but yeah, it is a quality video. I'm watching the video. I need to see his reaction. Oh, they're not going to show it. No, the, they tried to move away and continue with the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad. But yeah, I thought that was quite amusing, and uh, the fact that we just watched it post on X, posted on X, amused me as well. There's a little bit of irony there, yeah. Cartel, did you have a uh, another news story? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Bring it on, motherfucker. So, uh, Mortal Kombat 
the next newest Mortal Kombat that's coming out is going to have uh, some accessibility options, uh, including uh, a narration of the fatalities. That is awesome <laughs> in so many different ways. Like a play-by-play? <laughs> There's video of it right there. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome! Oh, that is great that it, they're doing the accessibility, and it's awesome to hear descriptive audio of that. <laughs> it is 100% I, perfect. Is it a live actor, a live voice actor? I, I, I don't, I mean, there's narration for the game is all I know. So there's got to be uh, someone recording audio for that. Yeah, but yeah, that is amazing. Uh, wow, I think that might be the winner of the night. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you may have just won the episode with that. Uh, Michael, you got something that could follow that? <laughs> uh, not really, and it's not even really, well, it might be news, but... Um, so on the subject of space games, and we were just talking about Starfield, I was like blown away at the number of hours um, that this Bethesda executive said it takes to just really get into the game and start experiencing the game. Um, (laughs) (laughs) As someone who doesn't have a ton of time to play games, um, which, like I'm torn two different ways on this. If I spent money on a game, although it doesn't matter in this case because it's on Game Pass, but if I spent 60 or $70 on a game, I want like a long quest. I want a ton to do in it, and I want to be able to put tons of hours into it. But also, I want the game to be playable if I only have like two hours a week to play games, then I also want a game to, that, you know, sort of caters to that sort of play style as well. Um, and there are, there are games that can do that. Like, Diablo does that. Diablo's pretty good at doing that. Um, yeah. And there yeah. are games that, that are like that. But other games... Like Skyrim, I will say I don't think caters to that too well because it's so hard to remember what you were doing um, and like overall where you were going or why you were even in a certain dungeon or a certain city. I don't think Skyrim caters to that that well, but Skyrim is a great game, but just one that you need to be able to spend like eight hours a week at least playing. But this guy said 80 hours in, he still hadn't even really focused on the main quest, and then he spent the next 50 hours doing the main quest, and 130 (laughs) hours into the game, he started to get a feel for it. (laughs) The game opens up after 130 hours. Man, that is... That is some stuff there. That is a serious amount of time to put into a game, to just basically, what he's saying, begin. And he said, here's a quote, um, I'm at like 100 to 160 hours on my current playthrough, and I haven't even come close. <laughs> so There's talk. People have already played it by the time this has come out and whatnot. Uh, pre-orders, I believe. Oh, maybe not. Pre-orders come out next month. This is coming out on Wednesday. So, never mind. But there's talk that uh, there's not a level cap either. Oh, wow, yeah. That's so you cool. can just level up infinitely. <laughs> <laughs> but they ruin the power fantasy because enemies level up with you. Level scaling. So, mm. yeah. So it's, it's another one of those, you might as well just beat it at level one. <laughs> I have a story that kind of goes along with that one. Uh, probably a different Bethesda executive uh, who said this. Oh, no, it's same the same ex- executive. <laughs> uh, once fans ahead of the game coming out to watch the netflix documentary um the edge of time which i watched okay thinking yeah this is gonna get me in the mood for some space oh is this space this for the web telescope yes this is the documentary about the web telescope and let me tell you it is it is about discovery and it is uh, the web telescope i am not talking shit about the web telescope and all that at all that's all amazing shit 
In fact, one of the pictures from the Webb telescope is my lock screen on my computer because that shit's beautiful. This documentary, though, is not, I would say it's 5% about discovery and space and amazing shit. And it is 95% about a team coming together to build the impossible and how people need to just back off and let them do these things and not talk shit to them. And fund them and everything. So basically, this executive was like, "Stop! Don't be mean when this comes out. <laughs> you should be nicer to people that try to bake stuff." But yeah, it was a good documentary. The Web Telescope's amazing, uh, but it was not about space or discovery. It was about the team that made the Web Telescope. Yeah, and I just so, thought that was a funny thing for him to want people to watch. <laughs> we did something really hard. So even if it sucks, please like it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, basically. But that was not the story I had that I thought was going to overlap, Michael. Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, I have that one. After the success of Baldur's Gate 3's launch, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Mr. Xbox himself went to Larian. Larian? 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 Larian! Come away from the television, Larian! (laughs) That was a, uh, what is that movie? Carol Ann? Get sucked into the TV. Are you lost, little girl? What is that movie? Don't remember. Oh, now I gotta, I, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to focus. Are you muted, Cartel? <laughs> yes, but I also don't remember what you're talking poltergeist. about. Poltergeist. It's fucking Poltergeist, goddammit. Carol Ann. Anyway, um, uh, he went to Larian Studios. <laughs> I had a reset. And after the success of the launch of Baldur's Gate 3, he was like, hmm, how about we just drop local multiplayer from the Series S so that we can get this game out on yeah. Xbox and sell some copies, please. Remember that hard requirement we had where Xbox Series S and X had to be in lockstep, all features on both? Yeah, let's forget about that. We, we want some of that money. Um, they've backtracked a little bit and said that Xboxes and Phil Spencer are still going to work with Larian Studios after launch to make it a possibility on the Series S. So, um, yeah, I was going to say, is this just because it's a, it's a hundred dollars cheaper than the PlayStation Digital? Like somewhere they cut costs just enough to where it doesn't have enough power? Is that what it's up? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's lower power. To make it affordable, they, they just... They cut costs. Okay. Yeah. And in reading this story, I found another story. Um, There is a Naruto game that has a specific feature built in where when you play online, you can block Series S users so that they don't (laughs) fuck up your game experience. (laughs) And I thought that was kind of funny. That's awesome. Um, (laughs) uh, Xbox, if you don't want us to talk shit, you should uh, toss us some money. (laughs) Um, wait now we're just selling out to xbox (laughs) (laughs) no xbox ain't listening (laughs) and you're a playstation boy they wouldn't wait a second just because i ordered a playstation and my digital library's on playstation and and, uh, i'm a big playstation dude i'm a playstation boy okay and when i go next gen i'm probably going playstation Checks out. Them controllers, man. You can't. That fucking haptic. Those haptics. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, that was all my news stories. I had a, another video for you guys. Oh, I got one more. That I thought was, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Go ahead. It's, it's mostly for Cartel. I saw this. But Oh, that's pretty. 
Um, I, I did see. So this. It's those. So actually, open it and take a look. Wait, it has a diorama inside. It, it? So yes, it's, it's that's not printed. Yeah, it's clear. It's a clear controller. What? So those are 3D models inside the controller, and the Pikmin one, if you scroll down, is awesome. Oh fuck you! That's beautiful. But these they are, are wired, though. Just so you guys yeah. know, they are Nintendo Switch and wired. Yeah, well, they're for Switch and Xbox, so they could be for either of them. But um, oh, but they are wired. Xbox yes. Xbox configurations, then. Oh. You know, I like that wired controller. Go but right yeah, to these my... are, these are awesome since nobody else who's listening can actually see these. These are like clear um, Switch controllers. Oh uh, wait, there's a wireless Sonic. Oh, they're only oh, forty dollars. The wired ones, yeah. The, the wireless are 60 With, like, a little Sonic... This one I'm looking at has a little Sonic figurine inside on the left-hand side of the controller. Xbox um, Color scheme bucks. of the buttons and everything like that are match the, the Sonic the Hedgehog layout. There's even and a then, headset. There's a headset! I was just about to say that. This is fucking beautiful. You just ruined... Cartel's not making rent. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I thought he would like the Sonic ones. I don't need new headphones, but I guess I need new headphones. <laughs> Who's making these? Are they a reputable PDP? Uh, they're, they're the ones who make uh, the, uh, the 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 usual uh, wired right, controllers. Right. I dig it. Yeah, I, that's pretty awesome. I, I yeah, I have a handful of PDP controllers already. Right on. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we're gonna go because uh, all of us have to order controllers now. <laughs> <laughs> that means I could move. I could move uh, my corded Xbox controller away from the computer to the emulator on the uh, the CRT and then have this bad boy on the computer. You just there upped you your game. Play some Diablo with a Sonic controller. You just upped your game. <laughs> your, 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 your desk drip, if you will. Yeah, that's nice. All right, well, uh, we have the tie-ins. I'm Johnny. I'm Cartel. I'm Mike. And we're going to go buy some controllers to waste our time with. Get that controller swag swag. Follow us at the tie-ins on all social media. Join our Discord, the link to which can be found on all said social media. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash the tie-ins. And please remember to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. It helps connect us to more listeners like you. Well, not like you. Better, cooler listeners.